<laughs> there we are. Hey. Hello, my friends. Uh, this is Andy and Andy coming live from Your Orange. Pleasure. That too, that in Orange too. County, California. Yes. Uh, only uh, a couple hours ago, I was in Oregon. Yes. So I'm back early. So we didn't have to, you didn't have to wait. I know it was going to be agonizing for so many of you to have to wait three days for us to be back on again. But um, we're back. Things change in Oregon, and I was able to fly back today. Yeah, which is awesome. Fantastic. One day away from you was far too long. Felt like an eternity. <laughs> How come I feel like I say that with so much more sincerity than you? I said it very sincere. What? I didn't giggle. You're giggling. <laughs> I am not giggling. I have nothing but absolute contentment and joy on my face. Okay. All right, my friends. Hey, go to resurrectministry.com. Look at that. Look at that. It rolled off your tongue. Yes. Go there. That's where you'll find all of our stuff, all of our information. All of our content. All of our content. Go there and subscribe and, and do all like, the Like, share. Uh, share. I have to tell you that, so I tell my testimony often, and one of the things that I tell people all the time, and I did this interview today with Shannon on Voice of Truth, and she uh, reiterated to her audience that when pastors and podcast hosts and things constantly say, can you like, share, and um, subscribe, it's not just for them building an audience, is you never know who it'll touch and who it reaches. And quite frankly, that's how I came to Christ. It was a tweet of somebody I did not even know. I clicked a tweet of a girl who's like, my pastor's changing my life. Wow. You know, and so... We ask you to do the same. Please share, subscribe, share it with your friends, especially people that you know that are Muslims and say, hey, I check out, check out this new podcast. Uh, we'd be really grateful. And you never know who you could touch with the power of the gospel. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of been the other way around, too, where we've mentioned Pastor Jack Hibbs at Calvary Chapel Tuna Hills. And we've seen people comment, well, I didn't watch them until now and I love them. Yes. And some are now going to church there. So it's, it's all of that. We just Absolutely. keep repeating and repeating. It doesn't matter who, who or what uh, programming gets the audience as long as somebody's getting closer to God. Amen. It's the most important thing. Uh, and what we need you to do is. We're going to take that on now or do we wait? <laughs> yeah, well, first of all, we're uh, broadcasting on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and Rumble. So whatever platform you're on, make sure you comment and let us know that you're watching. Just like Fez TTTV um, uh, did here where he says, I have an issue with my wife. I, I'm tempted, Fez, to dive into that yes. uh, subject. So can you write us more? Meanwhile, we will read the devotional. And if you could expand on that topic, we'd love to hear from you. And it's not shocking that that's from Twitch. No, no, that's we get of... our most interesting comments from <laughs> Yes, we love you guys. Oops, whoa, I just zoomed in. All right, let's get to Smith Wigglesworth is the devotional that we are in. So uh, when you get a chance, either purchase Smith Wigglesworth devotional um, or go to his website. And, and I, I think you may be able to see the devotional from there. I'm yes. not 100% sure. But um, check him out. He's a, a, a very interesting and, and amazing man. Uh, we're reading from April 12th from the devotional. The title is The Power of the Blood. And the reference is Hebrews 2, uh, 14 through 15. Through death, he destroyed him who had the power of death. That is the devil. And released those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Hallelujah. You said something interesting. You want to repeat what you said when I read it? I will when you're done. Okay. <laughs> oh, 
Wow. Okay. All right. I can't wait. The scripture reading for today's devotional is Hebrews 2, 1 through 18, which we'll be reading in just a little bit. Um, and the devotional says, God wants you to know that he has redemption for you through the blood of Jesus, a new birth unto righteousness, a change from darkness into light, from the power of Satan unto God. This blessed salvation through the blood of Jesus will free you from all the power of Satan and make you a joint heir with Christ. Amen. Oh, this is a glorious inheritance that we have in Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Jesus was manifested in the flesh manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Christ can make us overcomers by destroying or by overcomers, destroying the power and passion of sin and dwelling in us by his mighty power. He can so transform our lives that we will love righteousness and hate iniquity. He can make us holy because just as God dwelt in his son by the power of the Holy Spirit, so God can dwell in us through Christ. I want you to see that we receive sonship because of Christ's obedience. Do not forget what the scripture says. Though he was a son, yet he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Oof. Mm. There's a lot right there. <laughs> yeah. If you turn to the scriptures, you will see how the people reviled him and how they tried to kill him by throwing him over the cliff. But he passed through the midst of the whole crowd. And as soon as he got out, he saw a blind man and healed him. He was in the world, but not of it. It is lovely. It is divinely glorious. This power of the new creation, the birth unto righteousness by faith in the atonement, it can transform you so that you can be in Jesus and know that it is another power dominating, dominating controlling, filling you, and making you understand that through you are still in the body, though, though you are still in the body. You are governed by the Spirit. Oh, to live in all the beauty of the glory and grandeur of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The thought for today, leave Doubting Street, live on Faith Victory Street. Yes. That'd be great if we had a street like that here in Irvine, and then we'd move there immediately. <laughs> hey, Danielle Curtin, how are you? You look lovely in pink. Thank you, Danielle. I think the same thing. And it's blue my camera ready shirt. and gray and yellow. Um. So, schnookums. <laughs> <laughs> this what, opening uh, verse of Hebrews. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. He released by, you know, saving us from hell, sin, death, and the grave. He released those who through fear of death were all their life subject to bondage. That epitomizes mm. the life of a Muslim. So when right. we come to Christ... It's it's such an amazing level of freedom because anybody who is remotely faithful in Islam knows that you're in constant fear of God's punishment. If you truly are a worshiper in Islam, you are afraid of this God that is going to punish you. Mm. And every misstep is calculated. Every good step is calculated, but does it outweigh the bad steps? And Jesus comes along and says, all you who are burdened, heavy laden, come to me and I will give you rest. I will impart to you my righteousness because I paid the debt. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's just, what? What? <laughs> you are going to pay my debt? You know, all of the horrible, sinful things mm -hmm. I have done in my life. 
and you will redeem them and give me a new life and wash me white as snow with the blood. It's, wow. I mean, it's the most glorious thing ever. That's interesting because um, through Islam, mm -hmm. it's fear. Mm -hmm. Catholicism, Catholicism is guilt. Mm -hmm. Both very negative, negative things to use to get somebody to become obedient. But resourceful. I mean, how many millions of people do it? I know. know. Like, what kind of masochists are we? That we just kind of like, <laughs> yes. Really? Me. How is it possible that you get millions? Is it millions yeah, of Muslims? At least. It's one billion Muslims in the world. Woof. You get one billion people to to sign on love to a god that you fear i mean not fear in a good way like us no but literally fear out of like oh I yeah can't, i can't do anything that's gonna upset him I'm when the real him. god yes. is i paid the price son and daughter i um, died on that cross i was obedient because i loved you so much i wanted to save you and i love this explanation hit me in a whole new way where smith brigglesworth says Remember that Christ was obedient. So even though he was the son and it says, though he was a son, he learned obedience by the things which he suffered. So in other words, when they were whipping and torturing him, you don't think he could have rained angels down on their head to just zap them, mm. you know, that he couldn't have used his connection to God to scorch the earth like Moses did. I mean, Moses would cry to God and scream at how bad his people are and God would wipe out thousands of them. You know what I mean? Like literally thousands of them when they were when they were being killed by the serpents before he allowed it to be raised on the stick to, to save them. They were dying by the thousands. Um, but Jesus never did that, though. He had even more power and more authority. So in his obedience, by loving um, God and knowing that he was sacrificing himself, he taught us the power of obedience mm -hmm. and you learned that same thing in this experience at the at the board of at the school board where we were not being very effective by constantly being um ruck, like just angry yeah and that when you guys stepped back and were like you know what let's invite god into this room and the power of the holy spirit to bring peace and order and reconciliation it worked you walked with the Lord into the room and the energy in the room changed. Mm. It shifted. The power that the demonic influence had had to step aside to the power of God because you invoked God's power in obedience as opposed to trying to do it in the flesh. Yep. And it was God demonstrating to us that you can do nothing in your own strength. But if you use your discipline as a soldier of Christ, the fruit of the spirit, discipline, forbearance, kindness, gentleness, self-control, most of all, which love, uh, you can perform miracles. And that's what Jesus's life and ministry represents. And like you said, in the school board, we're seeing a couple of miracles. Miracles, miracles. <laughs> literally miracles. Yeah. Wow. And no other explanation than the power of God. To change because none of those things happened until we brought God to the meeting. Yes. All the things. Full stop. Uh, Mic drop. Things you've written articles about happened yes. only after we brought God to the school. Yes. Wow. What a powerful testimony. Right.
Wow. Now, now I really think about it. Huh. It was in that, I mean, it was over a year. It's two years of fighting. Yeah. I'm getting nowhere. I mean, yes, we got the two school oh. board members elected, uh, but still it was just contentious fight, fighting, 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 fighting every day. Hmm. But once you brought in the power of prayer, it started to shift. People's hearts softened. They saw you guys in a different way. Uh, it's the power of the Holy Spirit because he, he wants to be Lord, Lord of all. We have to surrender everything to him. We can't say to him, wait, no, 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 Lord, you don't know how to handle this. I'm, I, let me handle this. You know, he has to be Lord over all. Mm -hmm. So he has to handle the board meetings. He has to handle our homes. He has to handle our finances. We can't demand from God I want this or I want that, right? We yeah. have to let him choose and then he will choose the best. He will make it work out in a way that we couldn't have ever dreamed. Hmm. Yeah, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ministering most, right there. most importantly to myself first. <laughs> Because yes. I wasn't feeling this this punchy and and, and uh, God inspiring yesterday, mm. I'll tell you. No, it's because I wasn't here. Yes, uh, yes, I was like a ship lost at sea. <laughs> right. Um, wow. I I really hate to bring in this analogy, but I, I feel like yeah, it's been on my mind. Yeah, puppies. <laughs> it's a dog. It's a dog analogy. Let's hear. And uh, this reminds me so much of the power of the. This train the training system that I oh, wow. I essentially created for Falco Canine Academy. It was a little bit of this, a little bit of that of other people, and I researched it and I did a lot of work and I came up with uh, training a dog with love and respect. Now I know there's a book called Love and Respect, but that's for human relationships. I did still the cover the cover, you know, artwork oh. for my writing of dog training with love and respect. Oh. Very similar. Um, but there's another the other aspect of my overall system of training is that you do have to correct you have to show the dog that there's a consequence but once the dog understands there's a consequence you then have to immediately come to a point of allowing him to now be successful find a way for the dog to be successful so you can uh, give him love and praise pet him love him and say man that is and then and when i tell handlers i said don't don't just say oh good dog and sorry you just have to do a thing like good dog no it's not that I said, you got to make it look like, you know, if he sat, if he sat for you, even though it took him maybe 30 seconds to sit, but he finally sat, you have to go, oh my gosh, that is the greatest thing you've ever done. Wow. And you give him treats, you throw him tennis balls, whatever it takes. Right. right? That first big win as compared to like the, the correction is where it's just to tell Beating you, him it's with just, rod. no, you don't do that. It's just, but uh, then isn't that the way you said all the trainers? That's other trainers do. No. Right. I but, and you changed all yep, that. Yeah. I trained, changed all that to give you a respectful correction, a respectful consequence, a consequence that matches the, the, offense. The, the offense, right? We don't, we don't light him on fire because he didn't sit fast enough. But what I, what I, what I really kind of like appreciate is that I can understand what this means that God's love is so powerful. Like you can't be a Muslim where you're just constantly getting corrected. The dog doesn't, doesn't learn by constantly being corrected. Right. The dog won't do certain things, but he's not trained not, you know, to do an, a, a positive behavior. He's only trained not to do the negative behavior. Right. So how do you get him to do the positive behavior when he doesn't know what that looks like? Right. Right. And so 
He's you, just so scared of the negative. Yeah. He's in bondage. Right. He's running through life in bondage. Like, I, 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 I don't know what to do. <laughs> I, turn, I, get, I don't know. I don't know what I'm, when I'm right. Totally get it. But that love, it has to be. Making somebody feel guilty for everything, you know, and it, 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 you'll never get to that place of luck. They don't want to do things for you because why would I do that? Right. Why would I make the bed in the morning if I didn't, if you didn't love me? Right. Why, you know, and it's it just like you wouldn't want to do anything for them. Right. Positive. You would. Um, it's the same in a marriage, right? Yeah. It's the same as it's the same relationship. If you're constantly, you know, antagonizing your partner, you don't do this, you don't do that, you don't do this, instead of praising them and loving them and saying, can you help me? Can you do right. this? It's negative reinforcement. Oh, same with a child. So how can I not love God, who obviously read my book, Dog Training with Love and Respect? <laughs> no. You know what I mean? I mean, it's yes. just like goes, wow. It's such common sense stuff that people like. That's what makes me wonder. Like, why would you want to be in fear of everything? Not enough praying. Not enough on my knees. Not west enough or east. Which direction do they face when they... It depends on where you're physically located. <laughs> what school of thought you're in? You're not. We're not wrapped up enough. For me, it was like your body's not covered enough. Yeah. Like the, all these rolls of fabric. So as Pastor Jack said, like Lazarus, you're wrapped up like a mummy, dead, a dead corpse walking around. I'm just the opposite. Less. <laughs> Less is better. You're looking at me like, uh, are you going to say that? So the dog analogy is that it's just, it's, there has to be that, I mean, if sure, there has to be a consequence. We see that in the Bible. There's all kinds of consequences. He, yes. he, he drowned a bunch of people, right? That was yes. forever a very strong consequence. But, um, but where everything changed is when he, sh I mean, and he showed them before, they just didn't get it. But when he brings the ultimate uh, example of love and to show you how much he loves you, he sent his only son in the flesh. Amen. And he died for our sins. I mean, how much more love can you show than that? And his entire walk. That's what Smith is pointing out mm -hmm. to us is that he walked in obedience. He lived a sinless life and walked in obedience when he had the power to rain down hell and brimstone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And he didn't. Yeah. It's, he promised with a rainbow that he wouldn't do that again. Yeah. Yeah. There you Stunned. go. Darn people that took our rainbow. <laughs> They confiscated the rainbow. <laughs> Absconded with it. Absconded. Yes. Hebrews 2, that's the reference, uh, or that was the, the scripture reading for today. Do you want to read it? Yes. Okay. Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we've heard, lest we drift away. Uh, you could just stop right there. Give heed to the things we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how should we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? God also bearing witness with both the signs and wonders and miracles with gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. For he has not put the world to come of which we speak in subjection to angels, but one testified in a certain place saying, what is man that you are mindful of him or the son of man that you take care of him? You have made him a little lower than angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him above the work of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him, under the hand of Jesus. 
But now we do not yet see all things put under him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone on our behalf. For it was fitting for him for whom all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, meaning us and Christ, for which reason he is not to shame to call them brethren, saying, I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will sing praise to you. Wow. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here I am and the children whom God has given me. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Mm -hmm. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he gives aid to the seed of Abraham, to us. Therefore, in all things, he has to be made like his brethren. He has to become in the flesh that he might be merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make appropriation, to make the penance for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Mm -hmm. So um, where it says the seed of Abraham, are we still the seed of Abraham, even though we aren't um, in line that we're Gentiles and not Jews. Yeah, we're all seeds of Abraham because uh, Abraham, it was counted to him as righteousness through faith. It was before the circumcision, before the law, before Moses. Hmm. So all of humanity can claim uh, Abraham as their father. Nice. Look at you with that definite answer. <laughs> yes. There was Jew no, and boom. Gentile alike. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. Really? You just nailed it. Um, can you summarize what we learned here? What's the main? That, uh, well, his first message is hold sacred your salvation mm-hmm. because Jesus went through a lot to give it to us. He went through suffering and temptation and dying on the cross. And God gave him this power so that he could make us sons. Don't neglect that. Don't think little of that. Um, because he paid a huge price that he tasted death on our behalf so that we could have eternal life. And it is, he did this all to perfect our salvation because we were never able to do it on our own. We were never able to do it without him. Yep. Prove that over and over again. Yes. (laughs) The Old Testament is just one giant story of, (laughs) one giant testament of the failures of common man. Right. Danielle says she loves dog analogies. Thank you. Me too. Jen Jen says. But our rainbow, (laughs) our rainbow is seven colors and theirs is six. Red, orange, yellow, green, purple, and violet. They stop at purple. Fascinating. I did not know that. Thank you, Jen. Awesome. Yes to one of the things we said. (laughs) And yes, he sure did. He did pay the price for us all. Amen. Yes. We're going to hear, you know, obviously more about uh, all of that. Leading up to Easter, yes, um, and um, I, I still think that we have to watch. Uh, I try to think of the name of the movie, Passion of the Christ. I don't know why I can think of it first. Oh, right, we we, we, we promised to watch know. that again. We have to watch that. Um, 
an interesting thing happened today. Oh, okay. It was actually a little bit, it was like last night and then up to this, was it this morning? Maybe, yeah, it was, it was this morning, right? Or, no, it was last night. No, it was this morning. Sorry. Okay. Early this morning. Well, sorry. I just want to make sure I get the timeline straight because um, we had been um, confronted with these opportunities of homes that are available. But as all of you know, right now, the, the housing market is, is just, it's, it's crazy. Yes. Uh, and nothing is what it used to be. It's, this is uh, very difficult to buy a house. It's difficult to, to rent or lease a home because of the, the craziness. And so even though we found a couple homes, we applied for them. There's other people. We're in a bidding war. Now we're in a bidding war to, to get a home. So for the last couple of days, um, I've been praying and telling God what it is exactly that I want. And I was saying, you know, out of the two houses, there was one home that I, uh, I believe that we wanted more than the other. And so I was saying, I want, I want that one, God. And I want, yeah. And, and just let them know that we are good people. And, you know, I was doing all this stuff. I, 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 and it felt right. It felt like it was right because people said, you don't get, unless you ask, asking but I guess I really wasn't asking. I was kind of, demanding. Telling. I was telling and demanding. So that had happened for the last couple of days. So this morning I woke up, I'm in Oregon. I'm in uh, somewhere near Portland. And um, I turn on the TV, you know how at a, in a hotel, when you push the button, it stays black for a second and then it shows. So it's like, I've got like the arduous task of trying to find something to watch. And I clicking and clicking and it's taking like 30 seconds for every channel change. And then suddenly Joel Olstein pops up. The smiley guy. He's like, the smiley guy. He's like, he's got teeth. He's got more teeth than Tony Robbins. And so I go, oh, I go, I'm not a huge fan of this dude, but I, let's just see what he has to say. And then just like two seconds in, he starts saying, all right, I know there's people out there that you keep telling God what it is you want. And you think by telling him what it is you want, you're going to get what you want. He goes, but that's not how God works. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't need to be told. He already knows what he's going to give you. And he sometimes just wants to see if you're going to ask him and and leave, and leave whatever it is that you want to him. Right. Like it's not your job to decide. It's God. I mean, like you just, I'm gonna go. I go. What were you? I thought Joel Steve maybe was in the room next to me, hearing me yell at God inside my room. Give me this house, God. <laughs> is it really? I mean, I was like going. Joel Olstein is talking to me through the TV right now. Right, God is talking to you through Joel Olstein. He went into thirty minutes of Stop examples <laughs> of of how he even harassed God when he wanted the property that their church is on now, which is a gigantic like auditorium. I don't even know. Yeah, it's, how, it's like a stadium. Um, he said that you know I wanted this land, and I was telling God that you know I need to have this, and I want to have this, and then then one day I don't know if he watched whoever his Joel he was at the time <laughs> or what happened. But he said, all of a sudden he realized, I, I just got to give it to God. God will give me what it is I deserve. Need. This is a need. Uh, and, um, and he says, I just released it. And it was, I mean, I, he goes, I was stressed. I wasn't sleeping. I mean, it was very difficult on everybody about this whole thing. But once I released it to God and said, all right, you know what? This, this is in this is your decision, not mine. If you think that this is something that we should have, it's going to be, you know, our, our home. But if it's not, I'll be happy. I'll be happy with whatever it is that you give me. If this is not it, I'll be happy with whatever you give me. Amen. And, he, they, they, and then he would tell another story. Like, I swear, he was beating me over the head with this message. Andy, are you listening? <laughs> Andy? 
And um, I got to say, even the Joel Olsteins of the world that you just, you know, I just don't know that I, I don't know. Maybe I have to watch more, but. Um, no, but maybe that was all you needed. Yeah. God was using him to reach, to reach me and say, okay, I've heard you for a week now. <laughs> screaming and yelling at me. You're not listening to me. You're ignoring me. I'm telling you, stop. Uh, I'm going to have to send you Joel Osteen in Oregon. <laughs> Why am I always traveling when I have these. These connections with God, yeah. Because you have Friday. Yeah, but I was so, so interested. And I, so then I, I went. I go. You know what? God, Joel's right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I release it all to you. Uh, I know. I, I just. It's. 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 My flesh wants this house. I, I want to know if you want me to have this house. If you don't, I'll be happy with it. Wherever you send me, wherever you do with us. Don't send us anywhere that you do not go with us, Lord. Right. But, uh, wow, what a valuable lesson. Um, I got, I got, can I say this? Yes. I got bitch slapped. <laughs> oh, I did. Danielle and me know that apart too well. I told her, I just got hit with a two by four. It's like, ooh, yeah. I was that. sitting there in bed in my underwear, alone in a hotel. God. <laughs> Looking at my bag of M&Ms that I ate the night before. And it's funny that Joel did it because I know. he's not known for, you know, what slapping anybody. No. He's all about rainbows and unicorns. No. I had my, my whole shenanigans, you know. Uh, Tylenol PM, M&Ms, <laughs> gummy bears <laughs> on the left. Well, interestingly enough, the night yes. before we had Bible studies and Andy wasn't there, so I went alone. And I really didn't want to go because I felt just dark. And I just thought I was going to pollute the room. And lo and behold, apparently everybody else in the room knew I, somebody in the room was dark. This uh, is an amazing um, Monday night group in oh this my warehouse goodness. in Anaheim. I can't even tell you because they couldn't even start the Bible study. They kept that we stood that we sat there in silence for over five minutes. They, they stopped the worship music. They couldn't read the study because they said, something's wrong. Somebody's hurting. And he's like, we're not going to get started until we figure out what's happening. And then the, the other associate pastor said, I totally agree with you. Something's off. Mm. And so then <laughs> I confess, I'm sorry. It's me. It's me. I'm, I'm polluting <laughs> the air. And they're like, what are you talking about? Sorry, folks. The cat may start dropping stuff. <laughs> and I said, I said, I, I am drowning. I am drowning in responsibility, in burdens and things that I've told myself I'm responsible for. And I said, and I get mean when I start to get responsibilities. No. And I said, <laughs> I said, I yell at Andy. I yell at my daughter. My daughter's like, whoa, you're super cranky right now. What is happening? And I just, I feel like if I steamroll through it, mm -hmm. like I, I, I don't put my big boy pants on. I put like steel pants on. Like I, I get out boxing gloves and I'm like, okay, we're going to fix this. And um, it's horrible. It's, and so they were trying to get me to relinquish, to surrender everything to God in a whole new way. Mm. Cause I understood this cause I never pray for anything in particular. I'm scared of, of, of wishing for something God doesn't want. So I'm always oh. like, God, whatever you want, whatever you want. And my problem is that I feel like I am supposed to orchestrate plan A, B, C, D, and F. Like, okay, if this happens, then that's going to happen. Then I got to take care of this and I got to take care. I get mired in the, 
in the th- uh, death by a thousand cuts. Mm. And so I broke down. I had a total nervous breakdown in Bible group last night. Folks. <laughs> so like a crazy person. I am bawling. I have makeup running down my face. I, and I just, wonder, I, just, well. I just wonder how many people you, you showed up by yourself and you're crying at the very beginning and saying, I'm polluting the airspace. Polluting the airspace. And they're probably thinking, oh, Andy's not here. Right. <laughs> What's wrong with this chick? And they don't know me. They've met me literally for four weeks. And here I am bawling like a child. And I told them at the end, I said, BTW, I have never publicly done that ever. Maybe a, the only people who have ever seen me like heave cry like that is probably Danielle and you and my friend Christy. Did you just say BTW? BTW, by the way. I've never heard you say that. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. So I said to them all, I was like, BTW, I don't. LOL. I don't unleash my crazy on just anybody. <laughs> I am a model of composure. <laughs> I got it all figured out, folks. Right, right. Uh, but it felt good. Wow. I got to tell you, they came. I'm, I don't know how many people laid hands on me. Uh, they spoke life into me. We prayed. We cried. We commiserated. We uh, we called on the Lord. It was it was wow. It's like we, we both had come to Jesus meetings. Yes, we did. <laughs> The Lord was speaking to both of us in yes. exactly the way in which we needed to be told. Can you two What's just wrong with you two? let go? <laughs> you sound like the Jews. Relax. <laughs> Relax, the two of you. So, yeah. You sound like the Jews that Moses was responsible for. Yes. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. He, he did his thing. Yeah, so. But, the, I mean, but now, I mean, in the past, I would have just ignored Joel Osteen and said, he, he, he's not talking to me. And, and we, we talked about this, but yeah. don't you agree that in the past when you've gotten very angry at God, can you see now how that would have been the root of it? Yep. When we demand things from God and he doesn't give them, we get angry and upset with God. Like we literally um, blame him for conjecturing in our mind the way something is supposed to go. Yep. Uh, and it's extremely... It's extremely dangerous for our walk with the Lord. And um, yeah. Yeah, Jen, Jen, um, I almost called you by your real name. Um, You felt, (laughs) sorry, you felt comfortable enough and God allowed you to let it out. Yeah, it was very therapeutic. I got to say. That's what it's, that's, I don't know, it's interesting. It's good uh, in this Monday group that, we both, I think, I mean, I didn't know that I was going to feel as comfortable as I do now, but it's, it's a group of people you feel safe with. Right. Yeah. So important. Yeah. Which I don't normally hear about Bible studies. Usually mm-hmm. there's errors and graces. Like I've been in a Bible study before where it was all errors and graces. Like everybody wants to outdo each other with intelligent comments. And when you ask how you're doing, oh, glory to God, everything's fantastic. And, you know, praise report. But this group is raw. Yeah. (laughs) And it's such an eclectic uh, eclectic. group of people. You got all types. All types. That's really cool. Yeah. We're we're very blessed to have. You got Flower Power Girls. And then you got the guy that sounds like he's a singer. You got a guy who looks like he should be living in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) The truck driver. (laughs) Guy that's covered in tattoos. Yeah. 
a guy that does a bunch of mission work, it looks like. And, and you know, the cool stuff. thing about her story, which we didn't know because we don't know them well, is they both were staunch atheists, both her mm. and her husband. He met the Lord first, had this come to Jesus moment, and wow. she had it after him. And so they started their walk together from atheism. So two atheists are in charge of our Bible study? They, they're not in charge. They're just two attendees. Oh, oh. But they were atheists. They're no longer atheists. Oh, gosh, who knew? Yeah. Love that. Were the guys back that, uh, that are starting their own Bible study, did they come back last night? Or was that their only visit the night before? The no, that was before? it. Yeah, oh. I think that was their only visit. And she... Sorry, we're a little private conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but cool people. Yes. Um, so blessed to be a part of. Yeah. Are they hoping to grow that even bigger? Are they hoping to grow into that whole warehouse or do they want to keep it at a certain number? What's their? They have no, just whatever no happens. agenda. Yeah. So freeing. Yeah. No agenda. No plan. <laughs> no. We're not manipulating the situation. Mm. We're not going to go in and create a PowerPoint for how it can expand. <laughs> we're, just not... <laughs> we're just there. Oh, my God. there to experience and move a God. Cool. It is really cool. One last thing before we sign off, we've, um, we're about at our time, uh, is that um, I went through the season one of The Chosen again. And um, because it was what? When, was it like two years ago that they started? Yeah. Um, I'm not as, I, I'm far more educated now than I was when I first watched The Chosen. And now watching it again, made some of the stories make a little bit more sense. Aww, the, 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 the woman at the well, yeah. What a, a, that story took on a whole new Aww, thing. That's awesome. Like, oh, I didn't realize that that's when he decided that he was going to tell the world who he was. But that, that meeting with her was, the, was when he was coming, it was like it was coming out moment. Yeah. Because before he said not to tell anybody, and this one he said, I need you to go tell everybody. She was the first evangelist. Wow. A woman. Yes. A woman of ill repute. I, 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 how many times have I again, have I heard that story? It's just I watched it, I go, I was sitting there just like going, Oh my gosh, now that makes total sense. Oh, I understand I why that. this belongs. And then so many other things. Uh, I was a lot more connected with um uh Nicodemus. Oh, because we've read a lot about him. Yes, and just his whole story now is even clearer than it was the first time I watched it. So if you haven't watched The Chosen in a while and you've been more in the Bible, just I think like many people during this COVID era, you've either gotten closer to God or further away, <laughs> right? And, and we know a lot of people, I mean, we saw the growth of the church over at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills from May 2020 yes. until today. It's like you can't find a parking spot on any of the uh, services, but um, uh I know there's a lot of people that are probably a lot more educated now too. Because oh, of, for uh, sure. You know, he insists on it. Yeah, so it's worth watching again. See, you know, I don't mind seeing a movie again. Uh, Eddie will Not never a watch a, a movie a second time. <laughs> never. I've tried. I go, come on, let's just watch it one more time. Why? Why would I do that? I've already seen it. I go, I forgot what it. I forgot what it was all about. The well, two I'll days remember, after. Though, I I've got a memory like an elephant, <laughs> so I just remember everything. I just like now, Hetty won't be watching uh, the chosen uh, season one again, but um, no. uh, I would suggest doing it for most people, uh, other than Hetty. I don't even, <laughs> I didn't even bother to even ask her. Um, but um, it just, it was so, it was so much clear. That's beautiful. Yeah, and, and I was trying to be discerning. Okay, now that I know more, I'm going to try to catch something. Season one, I think they did a pretty good job. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's when they got into the second season and added a few things. 
<laughs> so there we go. All right. Hey, we got this app that's so important that you And they get. were actually in their newsletter for the past couple of weeks too. A what? podcast to check out. Yes. Wow. So uh, we'd be blessed if you would check out this wonderful new app by the Christian Podcast Network. It's called Edify. Subscribe, hit the link, subscribe and share. Yep. This is how. Yes. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. All right, my friends, uh, two things. One, uh, if you're watching the replay, um, please, before you end this video, just hit a couple hearts and some thumbs up and, and, and comment and say where you're watching from and then share it with somebody that you love. Um, God's word is always uh, there for people to hear. And uh, you never know something that uh, God said in this devotional may uh, change their life. Uh, the other thing is pray for us. And uh, it <laughs> mean not to go back to that place to accept what God has for us and, um, and just pray for us to be better at that kind of thing. Yes. Remembering that. Surrender. Yes. All right, my friends. We love you guys. God bless. God bless you. Good night. Good night.